Jai Jai Sitchitan Jai Anichananda Jai Adita Chandaya Gora Bhakta Vinna Jai Jai Sitchitan Jai Anichananda Jaya Dvita Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Vinna Jai Jai Sitchitan Jaya Nichananda Jaya Dvita Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Vinna So, um, we have been discussing the, uh, the opening verses of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, and we started to analyze the first 14 verses. Um, the opening verse was Vande Gurun Isabaktam Isavatarakam Tatprakasam Tatshakti Sitchitanyam Samgyakam. Describing the offering obeisances to the spiritual master, to the devotees, to the supreme lord, to the to to Isa Isa Avatarakam, to the incarnation of the Supreme Lord, to the Tatpakasham, the plenary portions of the Lord, and to the Shakti of the Lord. So in this way. Um, basically, offering obeisances to uh, to the Supreme Lord, to to uh, the, the spiritual masters, Supreme Lord, and the devotees, and explaining the uh, the Panchatattva. So we have discussed how Lord Chaitanya is Radha in Krishna, and now what remains is the this description of Lord Nichananda. Advaita Charya and uh, Gadara and, and Srivas. Now, um, the uh, Lord Chaitanya is, is the central personality of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Lord Chaitanya is, the, is there to experience, as we, as we heard, the uh, the mood of Srimad Radharani and uh, Lord Chaitanya is deeply uh, absorbed in that mood of Radharani and displaying all kinds of ecstasies. Um, the verses dealing with Lord Chaitanya were explained in Adi Lila uh, chapter 4 and there's a, a, a quote from Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami's uh, uh, Govinda Lilamrita. Um, well, first, Krishnadas gives in the CC an intro to that verse. I do not know the strength of Radha's love with which she always overwhelms me. The love of Radhika is my teacher, and I'm her dancing pupil. Her praying makes me dance various novel dances. 
than Govinda Lilamrita. Oh, my beloved friend Vrinda, where are you coming from? I'm coming from the feet of Sri Hari. Where is he? In the forest on the bank of Radha Kund. What is he doing there? He's learning dancing. Who is his master? Your image, Radha, revealing itself in every tree and creeper, in every direction, is roaming like a skillful dancer, making him dance behind. And then in the next verse in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Krishnadas writes, Whatever pleasure I get from tasting my love for Srimata Radharani, she tastes 10 million times more than me by her love. Hmm. Another verse from the uh, Govinda Lilamrita. If one asks about the origin, of love of Krishna, the answer is that the origin is in Srimata Radharani only. Who is the most dear friend of Krishna? The answer again is Srimata Radharani alone, no one else. Srimata Radharani's hair is very curly. Her two eyes are always moving to and fro, and her breasts are firm. Since all transcendental qualities are manifest in Srimata Radharani, she alone is able to fulfill all the duties of Krishna. No one else. One more verse from Govinda Dilamrita. Two more, actually. The pastimes of Sri Radha and Krishna are self-effulgent, their happiness personified, unlimited and all-powerful. Even so, the spiritual humors of such pastimes are never complete without the gopis, the Lord's personal friends. The Supreme Personality of God it is never complete without his spiritual potencies. Therefore, unless, unless one takes shelter of the gopis, one cannot enter into the company of Radha and Krishna, who can be interested in their spiritual pastimes without taking their shelter. All the gopis, the personal friends of Srimata Radharani, are equal to her. Krishna is pleasing to the inhabitants of Rajabhumi, just as the moon is pleasing to the lotus flower. His pleasure-giving potency is known as Aladini, of which the active principle is Srimata Radharani. She is compared to a creeper with newly grown flowers and leaves. When the nectar of Krishna's pastime is sprinkled on Srimata Radharani, all her friends, the gopis, immediately appreciate the pleasure a hundred times more than if they were sprinkled themselves. Actually, this is not at all wonderful. Hmm. So the gopis take greater pleasure in, in bringing Radha and Krishna together than in meeting with Krishna directly. That is the point. So in this way, we are, we are back really with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu being in that mood of Srimata Radharani. And, and that stands central in these first 14 verses. And that stands central in the Chaitanya Charitamrita and that is the central theme of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance. Uh, that is what Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to, to offer. Lord Nichananda. Lord Nichananda is the principal servant of Lord Chaitanya. Um, he is Bhakta Swarupa. Lord Chaitanya is Bhakta Rupa. Nichananda is Bhakta Swarupa. So he is the... the, the 
the original Swarup is the same form, his own form, uh, non-different from Lord Chaitanya, but very different in his mood, in the sense that he is always absorbed in service to Lord Chaitanya. Therefore, he is described as Nichananda, who is always intoxicated in because of that service to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and is, is greatly, greatly blissful. Therefore, very merciful because he cannot distinguish who's qualified, who's not qualified. So as we are hearing here, the gopis there by serving, um, by serving Srimata Radharani to unite with, uh, with Krishna. Um, their love, their happiness is many times more than what Srimata Radharani experiences. A similar thing with Lord Nichananda is happiness is many times more. He is many times more ecstatic. Lord Nichananda um, is, um, although he is also the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he is Sevak Bhagavan. Krishna or Lord Chaitanya is Sevya Bhagavan, the Lord who's being served. And uh, Lord Nichananda takes that mood of the servant. In, in, the, in the form of Balaram, it is the same. Um, he's also there in supporting, supporting Krishna. Uh, Krishna is, is the main personality in the pastimes and Balaram is offering him support. Uh, when he appears as Laxman along with Lord Ramachandra, then when there's the first meeting with Hanuman, then Laxman takes a very humble position. He introduces his elder brother. Here is, is Ramachandra. He is the Yuvaraj in the, in the Ragu dynasty. And he describes the glories of Lord Ramachandra. And then instead of saying, and I am his brother, he says, and I am his servant. And in this way, uh, Laxman is, uh, is keeping in the background. So Lord Nichananda also, in a way, is keeping in the background. Uh, Lord Chaitanya is center stage, and Nichananda is playing the supporting role. Well, but Lord Chaitanya is basically uh, setting the, the mood of the play, is giving the, the, the whole direction to uh, what is the major theme, and the major theme is the experience of that mood of Srimati Radharani. And then the secondary purpose is flooding, flooding the entire world with his love of God. And then Nichananda becomes the, the main instrument. Uh, then Nichananda becomes the first preacher, um, along with Haridas. Nichananda is, is the, uh, the foremost preacher. He is the Adiguru. He's the original spiritual master. Mm. So let us read a few of the verses that are coming up amongst the first 14. Um, da, 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 da. 
also uh, text number seven. And again, from Srub Damodar Goswami's uh, diary. And I think the next verse also, if I remember it well. Um, so, May Srini Chananda, this is text number seven. May Srini Chananda Ram be the object of my constant remembrance. Sankarsan, Sejanak, and the Vishnus who lie in the Karna Ocean, Garba Ocean, and Ocean of Milk are his plenary portions and the portions of his plenary portions. Text eight. I surrender unto the lotus feet of Srini Chananda Ram, who is known as Sankarsan in the midst of the Chatur viewer, consisting of Vasudev, Sankarsan, Pradyumna, and Aniruddha. He possesses full opulences and resides in Vaikuntha Loka, far beyond the material creation. Text number nine. Um, I offer my full obeisance unto the feet of Srinichananda Ram, whose particle, whose partial representation called Karna Daksai Vishnu, lying on the Karna Ocean, is the original Purusha, the master of the illusory energy and the shelter of all the universes. Hmm. And then the verse start with Yes Yam Samsa Yes Yam Samsa Yasya Amsa Amsa portion of a plenary portion. I offer my full obeisances unto the lotus unto the feet of Sinichananda Ram, a partial part of whom is Garbadak Sai Vishnu from the navel of Garbadak Sai Vishnu sprouts the lotus that is the birthplace of, of Brahma, the engineer of the universe, the stem of that lotus is the resting place of the multitude of planets. And then the next verse is, yes, yam sam sam sa. Yes, the amsa amsa amsa, a portion of a portion of a plenary portion. Uh, I offer my Respectful obeisance to the feet of Srinichananda Ram, whose secondary part is the Vishnu lying in the ocean of milk. That Ksirudaksai Vishnu is the super soul of all living entities and the maintainer of all the universes. Seshanak is his subpart. So, um, this is a little bit explained in, in, in this uh, chapter 5, is dealing with this, right? So, let's go there. Um, chapter 5. Kaviyas Goswami opens up the chapter. Let me offer my obeisances to Lord Srinichananda, the Supreme Personality of God, whose opulence is wonderful and unlimited. By his will, even a fool can understand his identity. Mm. Uh, so, Vandesi Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Sahodito in the second verse. The both, the two of them have appeared simultaneously. Um, uh, Lord Chaitanya is like the sun, Lord Nityananda is like the moon. The sun is the most prominent of the two. Uh, but these two are one and the same identity, they differ only in form. Lord Balaram is the first bodily expansion of Krishna, and he assists in Lord Krishna's transcendental pastimes. Yeah, so it is like the first differ, they differ only in form and they differ in mood. Uh, and in the mood, each and in the mood of being a servant. 
Then we get into these uh, explanations of the verses. Uh, so this many chanam the octave object of my constant remembrance, Sankha sensation, Agni Vishnu. That is then from Sarup Damodara's diary. And uh, so it says he expands himself into five forms. Ma Sankarsan, two, Karandaksai Vishnu, three, Garbhadaksai, four, Ksiradaksai, and five, Shesha. Mm. All right, so that's all a little bit about uh, how Nichananda is the servant. Uh, without getting into the technical side of it now, of each of the uh, expansions, um, the essence, I want to go to the essence that it shows how Nichananda is a very complete servant uh, and how in every possible way he becomes the, the servant of the Lord. Um, and uh, he becomes also the paraphernalia of the Lord. Uh, and just that verse from verse number eight uh, is also from Sarup Damodar's diary. So, again, and we see the mysterious personality of Sarup Damodar Goswami, who is like just present in the Chaitanya Charitamrita as a great Acharya, and yet he is not taking as prominent a role as Rupa and Sanatan, who are like very much in the foreground as public Acharyas. Uh, Sarup Damodar Goswami is more like a private Acharya. He is private secretary to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and they're in the private pastimes. Uh, Lord Nichananda is then, uh, as he said, a servitor also in the previous incarnations of Balaram and, and Laxman. And he is never in competition, uh, never in competition, competition with the Supreme Lord. He is always in support. Uh, so in one sense, uh, he is he's not fully uh, displaying his power. He's very careful. Um, now, when Krishna is performing his, uh, his pastimes in Vrindavan with the gopis, right, then Balaram is, is not present. Um, because Balaram is not in competition with Krishna. He's not there as an equal. Balaram is, is then staying away because potentially he could be. And Balaram does, when, does have his own gopis somehow or other. There are gopis who are attracted to Balaram. And when Krishna has left, uh, Vrindavan uh, at one point, and his, the, the Vrindavan residents are so in separation, then Balaram comes, and Balaram uh, performs his own Ras Lila with his own gopis at, at Ramgat uh, on the Yamuna in Vrindavan. So uh, the full potential is there, but Balaram is never overshadowing uh, Krishna in that way. Yeah. 
it is something that also took place but was very secondary. Krishna's Ras Lila is, is, is the central theme. Right? And in the same way, Lord Chaitanya's experience of the mood of Srimati Radharani is the central theme. That makes Madhurya Ras the, the central theme. Um, we find that in that later, after in these first uh, seven chapters of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, we have explained all the uh, uh, members of the Panchatattva. Then, uh, then we get uh, in the seventh chapter a discussion on the. Uh, on, on Prakashananda Saraswati, uh, defeating Mayavad. And next we get the author receives the orders to write Chaitanya Charitamrita, and then from chapter 9 to 12, we're describing the Bhakti Kalpataru, the desire tree. Then we're looking at the branches coming from Lord Chaitanya, and we're also looking. Um, in, in chapter 9, first the Chaitanya tree is described, and it is said that uh, Madhavendra Puri is the original seed, the nine sannyasis that he made, his principal sannyasis are the roots, including case of Abharati. Um, and then, and then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the trunk and also the gardener. And then at the top, the trunk is splitting in two, one branch Nichananda, one branch Advaita Acharya. Anyway, then we get like, uh, in the next chapters, we get the branches coming from Nichananda, the branches coming from uh, Chaitanya, from, from uh, Advaita Acharya, we also get branches from Gadadhar Pandit. And so in this way, we are, uh, uh, studying the uh, the way where Chaitanya's movement spread. Mm. Then it is mentioned there that the associates of Lord Nichananda, they are generally in the mood of Sakyaras, in the mood of cowherd boys. Uh, but also remembering Krishadas Kaviraj Goswami's dream, in which Lord Nichananda instructed him to uh, to go to uh, Vrindavan, and that was after uh, after um, his brother had treated Nichananda disrespectful, and uh, and, and then um, Krishna had chastised his brother. Then at night, Lord Nichananda, being pleased with him, appeared before him, and he saw Lord Nichananda. And he saw how his eyes were rolling. He saw how his body was constantly moving. He was chew chewing betel. He had a red iron stick and he was wearing bluish silken cloth. His color was Rakta Kalevara, uh, blackish with a, uh, with a reddish hue. And he was, um, and there were uh, many coward boys swarming around his feet. Uh, and uh, and Lord Ichananda was chanting Krishna Krishna in a deep voice, and the coward boys were also chanting Krishna Krishna Krishna. So Lord Ichananda, his associates are particularly in this in 
in Sakiras. Um, again, uh, Lord Nichananda is in this way uh, in the background. Um, he is in this way in the background. He is not like in competition with uh, with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because Lord Nichananda is the servant, and that is the essence. Uh, in the next verse of the fourteen verses, Advaita Charya is described, um, and Advaita Charya is described as uh, being the uh, incarnation of uh, of Mahavishnu. Uh, Hold on. Okay, let's just open it up. Oh, sorry, I have to go to the, I'm in the wrong, yep. Okay. So, Mahavishnu Jagatkarta Mayaya Yasujat Yada Tasyavatari Vayam Advita Chari Swaya. Iswara. Lord Advaita Chai is the incarnation of Mahavishnu, whose main function is to create the cosmic world through the action, actions of Maya. Hmm. Lord Advaita Acharya is the incarnation of Mahavishnu. Uh, uh, yes, Advaita Acharya is the incarnation of Mahavishnu. In the that is one verse, in the next verse it said. Because he's non-different from Hari, the Supreme Lord, he's called Advaita. And because he propagates the cult of devotion, he's called Acharya. He's the Lord and the incarnation of the Lord's devotee. Therefore, I take shelter of him. Uh, so, he is, uh, he is Mahavishnu. And uh, as Mahavishnu, he is also the servant. Uh, Advaita Acharya is also the servant. Advaita Acharya is it is said he is particularly as Mahavishnu is glancing upon the uh, pradana, activating the pradana with his glance, and the glance becomes Shambhu. Shambhu then is Sadashiva, and Sadashiva impregnates the pradana with all the living beings. Then, uh, then, because of touching the uh, the pradana, the potential for the material energy, and impregnating it with the living energies, then the three modes of material nature become abs become active, and then the mahatattva is formed, and then because Sadashiva came in touch with this material energy, he transforms, and he becomes Rudra, he becomes the demigod Shiva as is explained in the Briyad Bhagavatamrita and also Brahma Samhita. Um, in the Briyad Bhagavatamrita, it is very clearly explained that there is between Haridam and Devidam, the spiritual world and the material world, there's the Viraja river, which is also the causal ocean on which Mahavishnu is resting. It's said on the 
spiritual side of the Viraja is Sada Shiva. And he has his abode, Shiva Loka. On the material side, uh, is here the material side, on the material side of the Viraja is the abode of, uh, of Rudra or of the Lord Shiva, the demigod. And there he resides in Mount Kailas. Spiritual side, Sada Shiva's abode, material side, the demigod Shiva's abode. Uh, so in this way we see these two. Then Sada Shiva is still Vishnu Tattva and is a direct expansion of Mahavishnu. And he becomes that glands that who impregnates the living beings in the material world. So in the Chaitanya Bhagavad, Dvaita Chari is described as Shiva, and then we understand as Sada Shiva. And there's no difference between the two. Um, although the origin is Mahavishnu, and therefore we say Mahavishnu Jagatkarta. Uh, Lord Advaita Acharya is the incarnation of Mahavishnu, just residing there on the, the very edge um, of the material world and being involved with bringing the, material, the, the living entities into the material world and therefore also being uh, the impetus. Um, he is the instigator for bringing the living beings out of the material world. And uh, I like to present how Advaita Acharya as, here's the Supreme Lord, Advaita Acharya, Mahavishnu, worshiping the Shalagram Shila, the Supreme Lord, to make the Supreme Lord, Chaitanya, appear. Supreme Lord, worship Supreme Lord, to make Supreme Lord appear. Right. That is... Uh, Advaita Acharya, because Advaita Acharya, he can fulfill the the uh, the particular dharma of an avatar. Paritanaya sadhanam vinasya saduskritam dharma samstarpanatiya sambhavami yuge yuge. He can establish principles of religion, annihilate demons, but he cannot give what only Krishna himself can give which is the Krishna Prem of, of, uh, of the residence of Raja. That he cannot give. So therefore, he wants Krishna himself to appear, who then appears as Lord Chaitanya to give this. So Advaita Acharya is also serving, serving this uh, particular unique feature of making Raja Bhakti now available to all. And of course, that Raja Bhakti is coming in five rasas. Uh, Madhurya, the conjugal, Vatsalya, parental, Sakya, uh, friendship, and Tasya, uh, servitorship, and also Santa neutrality. So these rasas are uh, manifest in that way. Um, the Chaitanya Charitamrita is particularly uh, dedicated to revealing Madhurya Ras. She Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is completely into experiencing Madhurya Ras. 
So therefore, um, that is one feature of the Chaitanya Charitamrita that Madhurya Ras is extensively described in some ways uh, more than in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Srimad Bhagavatam is describing the uh, um, the the Ras Lila over over five chapters. Um, but the uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita is uh, is entering deeply, deeply into uh, into the into the amazing mood of of the gopis and of Sri Radharani. And of course, uh, that is a topic which we will have to uh, address more in, in a separate lecture. Um, now, our point is that although all these members of the Panchatattva are each uh, particularly uh, there in their own mood, uh, they are uh, they are servants of Lord Chaitanya, and they serve his mission, which is to taste and reveal Madhuri Ras. Mm. The internal and the external purpose of the Lord's uh, appearance. So, Advaita Acharya also says, Ami Chaitanya Dasya Muni, I am the servant, I am the servant, I am the servant of Lord Chaitanya. Yes. So he also is in the mood of a servant. Now, these three, Lord Chaitanya, Lord Nichananda, and Advaita Acharya, they are all three, the, the, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And they are all three, um, therefore having uh, extraordinary uh, powers. But Advaita Acharya and Nichananda are always uh, a little bit in the background and simply playing a supporting role uh, throughout the pastimes in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. The same is happening with Gadadhar. Uh, Gadadhar, uh, who is uh, only mentioned in uh, in verse 14, he's not separately mentioned, but in verse 14, uh, the verse of Sarup Damodar Goswami, Panchatatvamakam Krishnam Bhakta Rupa Sarupakam Bhakta Avataram Bhakta Kyam Namami Bhakta Shakti Kam comes up, which described, I offer my obeisance to the Supreme Lord Krishna, who is non-different from his features as a devotee, devotional incarnation, devotional manifestation, pure devotee, and devotional energy. Okay, so uh, Gadadhar then is the uh, energy of the Lord. Uh, the uh, Gadadhar is an expansion of Srimati Radharani. And Gadadhar is, is a mysterious personality uh, or an obscure personality in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Gadadhar is there um, in the Chaitanya Bhagavat. Gadadhar is there from, 
from Lord Chaitanya's early uh, early youth, Gadadhar is present, but uh, we see Gadadhar is always present also in a in a background role. Gadadhar is is also a servant, being an expansion of Simata Radharani. Gadadhar is now assisting Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to taste the mellows of Simata Radharani. And so Chaitanya, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has stolen away, has stolen away all the attributes. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has now taken that left wing challenging mood that Simata Radharani has. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has, has now taken over uh, the, uh, the ecstatic symptoms of Mahabhav, of overwhelming tidal waves of love, uh, leaving for Gadadhar, uh, leaving for Gadadhar only a shadow. So in the uh, the Kadadar is, practically speaking, a shadow appearance of Srimata Radharani. Um, Kadadar, all that remains is the fully dedicated, loyal service attitude. That is what remains. Um, everything else, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has taken. Everything else, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is now experienced. He is Radharani, Kadadar, just the loyal, humble, submissive servant. Just that is remaining in Kadadar. Sometimes um, we see that also uh, Gura Kadadar are being worshipped. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Um, in his uh, Sukhada Swananda Kunja in Godrum Dweep at uh, deities, deities of Gorakadadar and also at the birth site of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu on a side altar, he also um, installed Gorakadadar. Sri Prabhupada uh, generally introduced the worship of Gornitai. But some are also worshipping Gorakadadar. Um, it is thought then that between Gorakadadar that we find Lord Chaitanya in the mood of Krishna and Gadadar in the mood of Radharani and that there is some sort of relationship in that way. Yes, that relationship is there, but that relationship, in that relationship, Gadadar is only the servant. He's in Dasyam, completely in Dasyam. There's no Madhurya now present between them. Uh, when uh, Madhurya is present between them, then they are manifesting the form of Radha Madhava, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur is writing a bhajan like that, how Gorgadadar transform into Radha, Radha Madhava. Mm. But the, uh, really, 
Gedada is only in the mood of servitorship and nothing else. So there's no, no question of any, any Madhurya there. Um, one particular, uh, particular uh, understanding uh, of, 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 of this is called uh, Guranagar. Um, or uh, the Gora Nagaris, uh, they are describing how uh, the devotee can have that relationship. And uh, we see this, this Gornagar philosophy was, uh, was quite prominent. Uh, and even some very major uh, Vaishnavas seem to have had some uh, some leaning towards that. Uh, but uh, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta has uh, very clearly um, established that uh, uh, that Krishna is not coming in that mood. Uh, in the form of Chaitanya, as the mood of uh, of Srimata Radha. and so the uh, the Goranagar Falant, uh, yes, we are also uh, upholding that conclusion. Lord Chaitanya is primarily coming in the mood of uh, of Srimata Radharani, and when he does take the mood of Krishna, because he alternates between these moods, then he is clearly establishing himself as the Supreme Lord and is never engaging in the, in the Vrindavan uh, uh, Madhurya mood. Uh, when he is representing himself as Krishna, then he is in the Aishwarya mood. Uh, then he sits on the altar of Srivas. Then he is sitting there in his full opulence then he's being worshipped, and he is the Supreme Lord. Uh, and, but then, when he turns again to, uh, to the mood of the devotee, to Bhakta Rupa, uh, the mood of Simata Radharani, then when he's referred to as the Supreme Lord, he'll say, Vishnu, Vishnu, and it's an important point. But, all that is coming out in these, uh, yeah, in the these first fourteen verses. So it's important to understand how the internal and external purpose of Lord Chaitanya's appearance, the to experience the mood of Radharani, and then to distribute that widely to to the world, that same love of God of Raja, that that is the central theme of Lord Chaitanya's movement. Um, and, uh, and that that is uh, the central theme of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And of course, uh, Chaitanya Bhagavad, in every town and village, my holy name will be ch chanted, will be heard. Um, yes, um, we uh, spreading the, 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 the Sankirtan movement uh, 
Jagat Mangalam Amhasam, the auspiciousness of the Sankirtan movement over the uh, entire universe. That is there. Uh, but uh, ultimately, um, ultimately, by everywhere flooding the world with the chanting of Hare Krishna, we're coming to understand the pure love, what pure love really constitutes. Uh, and as we were reading at the beginning, uh, and that uh, in the Govinda Lilamrita, Krishna Das Gaviraj Goswami says, if one asks about the origin of love of Krishna, the answer is that the origin is in Srimata Radharani alone. Who's the most dear friend of Krishna? And so we see that uh, Nichananda and the uh, is certainly fully aware of that love. Advaita Charya is fully aware of that love. Mm. Gadadhar is fully aware of that love. Um, and Srivas is who's representing the devotees of Narada Muni. Um, here is Narada Muni now also experiencing that miracle. Um, Narada Muni, who is a resident of Dwarka. Um, in the Bhagavatam, we see how Narada Muni is, uh, is present in Dwarka. Um, and uh, in Vrindavan, um, of course, we, we see how Narada is, is, uh, is becoming a gopi, and so that Narada can also uh, witness the pastimes for a short while, and then write, then write the Narada Pancharatra. Um, the Narada Pancharatra is particularly the scripture that is describing, uh, it is Tantra, and it is Tantra or scriptures that deal with ritual of, of worship. And so, uh, and it is particularly the, the bhakti, uh, it, is, it is relating to bhakti, bhakti sutras. So injunctions about worship in relation to pure devotional service. And we see that, for example, the verse Sarvopadi Vinir Muktam Tatparat Nirmalam Sevanam Bhakti Uchate, that one should uh, become completely free from all designations and simply uh, dedicate himself to the uh, to pleasing, to engaging his senses in satisfying the senses of Krishna. Uh, that that's completely in line with Rupa Goswami's teachings, and that's the foundation of Rupa Goswami's uh, main verse: Anyabila sita sunyam jnana karmadiyana vitam anagulyena krishnanu shilanam bhakti uttama, uh, which describes pure devotional service to be free from any other uh, 
any other desire for either karma, sense, enjoyment, or gyan, liberation, totally uh, into cultivating pure and unalloyed activity only favorable towards Krishna, anukulyena Krishna. So only in Krishna's service, only for the pleasure of Krishna. So in this way, the, we can see how the, um, the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu has a connection with this Tantra because it describes the ritual. What do you do to cultivate your Bhakti? Uh, that is the nectar of devotion. Therefore, it has that connection with the Narada Pancharatra. So uh, now we see Narada again in the form of Srivas. Uh, and just see, uh, we're seeing the Panchatattva. One second. Oh gosh. Sorry, did it again. Touched my nose, hit my fingers. Bah. Uh, so we're seeing how Narada. Narada is has returned to Srivas and look at Srivas. Srivas, who is the devotee? He's worshipping Lord Chaitanya. He's worshipping Lord Nichananda. He's worshipping Advaita Acharya. He's worshipping Gadadhar. And he's worshipping uh, but in the course of his worship, he becomes emancipated. Uh, he becomes liberated. It is very interesting how Srila Bhakti Siddhanta uses the word emancipated uh, for liberated. And how he is emancipated. He's brought to the same platform. And he is also on the altar. Just see. In his in his perfected state, he is on the altar. He is also there with the Supreme Lord in the spiritual world. Um, so then we get the uh, one topic is the um, is the Shakti Tattva, and uh, Shakti Tattva is. Is interesting. Um, we see that the Shakti Tattva are the are eternal associates of the Supreme Lord. They are described as the Ragatmika Bhaktas, the personification of Rag. They are eternally, eternally engaged in the service of the Lord. And they are eternally engaged in that mood of rag, right? And they are the, the role models, uh, the role models for the jivas who, as they are advancing, also develop rag, also develop a, attachment, and also develop a particular mood, a mood of madhurya, a mood of Vatsalya, Amut of Sakya, Amut of Dasya, and so on. And they are uh, then following in the footsteps of these Ragatmika, these 
devotees like Nanda and Yasoda, who are like the personification of attachment, and in the mood of Raga Anuga, they are following that path of attachment to serving Krishna with attachment. So naturally, Raga Anuga Bhakti uh, is a big topic which we will take on in a in a separate lecture. Uh, um, but uh, we are seeing that uh, yeah, all these elements are included in in these first 14 verses. Um, the 14th verse, Panchatatvamakam verse, is explained in the Gauraganadesh Deepika, and I mentioned it um, before, and it says that as Lord Chaitanya appears with these five features, in five features, Krishna also does. Uh, Krishna is also expanding himself as Balaram. Krishna has his avatars. Krishna also uh, his shaktis. Uh, Radharani, then you get the astasaki, the all expansions, all shakti tattva, and then the jiva tattva, um, such as rupa manjari. And so again, Radha Krishna, the Astasaki, and then Lalita, Rupa, Manjari. Yes, or the Manjaris. Yes, you can see like three circles Radha Krishna, Astasaki, and then the Manjaris. Uh, Radha and Krishna, Supreme Lord, and his pleasure potency, then the uh, Asasaki expansions of that Ladini Shakti, still Shakti Tattva, and then the Manjaris, Jiva Tattva. But in the emancipated state. Right? Therefore, uh, on equal level now, uplifted to being the eternal associates, being on the altar. And the altar is non different from Vindavan, non different from the spiritual world. Because when Krishna descends, he also brings the spiritual world along. So in this way, we are visualizing. All right. I, uh, I hope you are still with us. We have now completed the first 14 verses of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And uh, from here, we will uh, continue in our uh, in pursuing more and more the intricacies of Chaitanya Charitamrita and of the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya, also bringing in other biographies and background information to understand more and more. Hare Krishna.